the icons of real estate podcast are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents ready to skyrocket your business this podcast is for you tune in every week with your host tomash fonseca and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business from three million dollars to 30 million dollars in just 12 months brought to you by the masters at real estate marketing Arter SEO. Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Callaway. We have a very special guest for you today, all the way from the West Coast, Melinda Elmer with the Elmer team of Century 21. Melinda is ranked among the top 1% of agents in today's market, and Melinda has consistently been awarded the designation of top buyer's agent and listing agent. How are you, Melinda? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. How's the weather out there? Nice, huh? It is. It's gotten a little cooler, which is great because it was about 108 about hey. three weeks ago. Hey, no humidity though, right? Oh, no. we still, oh, we're on the beach, so we do get some humidity. Get a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I live in West Palm Beach, and we get a you lot. Of get a lot of humidity. A lot of humidity. I just and chuckle a little and bit. And hurricanes and things like that. Yeah, we get hurricanes. Yeah, we're not talking about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we do. We do. But uh, beautiful area out there. So, you know, tell me, you know, you're one of the top realtors in the area. How did you get started? Well, way, way back, 20 years ago, probably a little more than 20 years ago at this point, um, I wanted to buy a house for myself. And I was working as a theatrical stage manager. Okay. And um, I went and met with a real estate agent and blessed that real estate agent because they didn't listen to a single thing I said and, um, and and kept telling me what I should do and not what I asking me what I wanted to do. And so I thought, well, I'm going to go get my real estate license then because I wanted to buy a HUD home and like, you know, a buy a beat up foreclosure, fix it up and live in it. And I didn't care where it was. I just wanted a right. house and they kept pushing me towards a condo. So, so I called a bunch of different real estate offices. Only like two called me back and the two that called me back, one of them, I went in, they gave me a correspondence course. I took it while I was still working. And then I did both jobs for a short period of time. And, uh, that was really hard because yeah, <laughs> in the morning I would work on real estate and then my other job was evenings. So evenings and weekends. So I would switch and work evenings and weekends for that job. And here I am. I could sit and talk to you about being the stage production manager for an hour. That, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I love realtors. I talk to them all day. Right. But I, I, now I'm like, well, tell me about that if you want to. Um, well, the fun I, thing is, is there's yeah. a lot of similarities, um, or at least what I saw was similarities. You had an opening, you had a closing, you had, I was the communication hub between all of the parties and transaction. That's pretty similar in real estate. That's true. You have a lot of personalities to deal with yeah. and um, everyone who thinks that they're right. So you have to bring everybody together in a, um, and make it a win-win for everyone in the in the transaction and you're always having to hunt for a new job. Wow. <laughs> the major difference is I get paid a lot better like doing that. this job. Yeah, that's true. 
the payoff is nice, isn't it? Yes. So, so, you know, tell me, you know, so you're with Century 21, you've started building a team or you have built a team. How long has your team been together? I was pretty much a solo agent until I had a transaction coordinator for many, many, many years. And then my ex partner was, uh, became on as my assistant for a little while until we got a divorce. I don't recommend working together with your spouse. Right. Um, <laughs> my own personal experience, lots of people do it, I know. Um, but in that case, it didn't work. Um, <laughs> and uh, now I want an hour of talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, that's the short version. It didn't work. Okay. Um, so, so back in, I think that was though actually starting maybe even in 2004, 2005, I started having them help me because at that, my first year I did 12 transactions. Uh, and I did that 12 transactions pretty much in six months. So, because it took me some time to get the momentum going, but once I got the momentum going, I was really like, I was really cranking it. Right. So I needed some help. Um, so, but they worked with me part-time. Um, and then they worked with me until 2009 when we split. Uh, and then I went back to just, it was just me and a transaction coordinator. Uh, and then I had a part-time assistant that helped me like update my database and things like that. But yeah. I kept it really, really skinny for a long, long time. And I want to say about six years ago, and I've been doing this for 20 years. So six years ago, I brought on, um, who is now my director of operations. And she was my a full-time assistant that I actually went out and hired. And then I had a buyer's agent start with me shortly after, but was kind of more of a showing agent to start. And then um, really in the last year and a half, I've brought on more people. Okay. And has that, and, go ahead. Tell me. I was going to say, so now, now I have a couple of buyer's agents and um, like three admin. Oh man, that's fantastic. So it's yeah. definitely made your life easier. And, and, and what do you focus on? I mean, obviously running the, the team, you know, is always paramount, right? That, that's making sure just like, talking about stage production it's like you're the conduit now you're less the conduit for people you know making transactions and the closing team and now it's everybody within your team you're the conduit well, I'm, I'm actually still the biggest producer of, a of the team oh nice um, okay so I still generate the most business of the team because everybody's relatively new to the team okay as far as um the one buyer's agent's been with me much longer but for many, many years, she was mostly a showing agent. So she wasn't um, generating business. That's only been a recent change. Um, it's mostly been, I've been the one generating all the business for the team. But now I've got everybody prospecting um, because we have to in this changing market. Yeah, the changing market, we'll talk about that a little bit. I don't always like to bring it up. But hey, you brought it up, I didn't. Uh, changing market, especially in California. Um, and and I'm a, I don't mean to isolate California at all, uh, but there's just you know even all the way over here on the East Coast you hear about California home market you know if you've got your ear to the grindstone and that's what you pay attention to like I do um, shifting sands a lot changing um, you know how 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 much pivoting do you have to do? Well, in my mind, this is just a normal market. Okay. I've been in, through enough of real estate cycles 
to see that this is no different than a real mar than a normal market. We've just been in an abnormal market for the last seven, eight, nine years at this point, especially the last two years, three, two and a half years. Um, the, I mean, I still remember when interest rates were 22%. So sure. it took my, my parents sold a house when that, during that time, and it took them a two and a half years to sell their house and interest wow. rates were 22%. So having to have your days on the market go from seven to 21 or even 30 is really not that big of a deal. Right. <laughs> but we have to provide better customer service for our clients. We have to provide uh, more information and setting expectations up for our clients. Uh, and also, uh, we have to do a lot more education with people right now. So that just really means a lot more communication. And we have to do a heck of a lot more prospecting these days. Yeah. Um, so tell me about, I, I, and this was doing my due diligence um, last week. And I was you know, looking at your site today and I go, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this. But tell me about the American Dream show. So it's a TV show across the country that is um, designed to feature real estate and lifestyles. Okay. And they reached out to me, oh, I don't know, about a year and a half or, yeah, I want to say about a year and a half ago and asked me to host this segment here for Long Beach. Nice. So I've been doing that for the last year and a half, approximately. And um, it's been fun. We gotten to get out and meet some people in the community who we didn't normally meet before. Uh, we got to do a great feature of the uh, Toyota Grand, or I guess it's the Acura Grand Prix now, sorry, uh, of Long Beach. Or Toyota. Yeah, it used to be Toyota, but now it's yeah. Acura. Um, and, uh, you know, we just got to go see some different properties and things like that that allowed us to um, be featured on the show. So it's just fun. Yeah. Um, it's not, I wouldn't say it's like a huge source of business, but it's just another avenue and another fun thing to do. Definitely a way to get your name out there. And and, and do you guest host uh, other uh, realtors? Do you, is that how it works or? It's really more featuring uh, lifestyles okay. of the area. So we did a feature, for example, um, we have an area called Naples mm -hmm. here in Long Beach and there's canals just like Naples, Italy. Mm -hmm. And we also have gondolas with uh, gondoliers singing as they go around in there. And you can nice. also get a pizza or it can just be a two person romantic gondola. So I got to interview the owner of that business and talk to him about what his experience was in the area and, and all of that. So that was fun. Nice. Um, talked to restaurant owners. Uh, we featured some of the historic buildings that are here in Long Beach. I know historic isn't um, isn't like the East Coast historic, but we have some stuff from the 1920s here. Yeah, <laughs> that's ancient. historic for us. Ancient stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so you're basically the the realer, uh, realtor about town. You know, right. that's kind of cool. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. So, if, if I had a magic wand and I I I, I came to your office and I said, Melinda, I'm going to solve one, it you know major. I don't like calling them problems. They just could be something that you're thinking about on a daily basis that you would like to achieve and or get rid of, uh, just depending on your train of thought. What would that be? What's what's going on with Melinda and her business that she'd like to see a change that Tim could help with? Hmm. As far as like the business itself or just in general? It, it could be whatever you like. You tell me. Hmm. It's a great question. I mean, 
if I could go back in time, one of the things that I would probably change would be um, really paying really close attention to profitability. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ran a really lean team for a very long time. And then I, as the income was growing, I spent more. So um, really watching that and pay attention to that. And I've made some adjustments recently to correct that uh, and and tie that in because especially in a shifting market, that's even more important than ever. And really watching that bottom line because you got yeah. we're ultimately running a business. Sure. Have to stay profitable. You're definitely an entrepreneur as much as anybody thinks, oh, you know, Melinda works for Century 21 or, you know, so-and-so works for Remax. Doesn't matter. You're an entrepreneur. <laughs> They're not giving you a check every week just for showing up and being the friendly person mm-hmm. that you are. That's for no. sure. Um, well, that. So it sounds good. Well, well, we learned about how you started and then we kind of heard about your team and kind of where you are today and um, learned about, you know, what, what the magic wand is for you right now, or we could go back. I need a time machine, not a magic wand. Yeah. But time I, machine time is machine. more appropriate. I tell you, if I had a time machine, I think everybody in the United States would, uh, would be <laughs> knocking at my door. Can you uh, fix this? Uh, uh so yeah, your magic our, wand needs to make a time machine. Yeah, my magic wand to make a time. Well, this sounds great. Um, so let's let's talk about let's put our prognostication hats on. Um, and I thought you were going to grab a hat. I really was. I saw your arm move. I go, she's grabbing a darn hat. Um, <laughs> awesome. What does the next one, three, and five years look like for you? Well, my goal over the next uh, one year is to uh, get our team up to 150 transactions a year. Okay. Um, last year we did 102. Um, this year there's been a lot of growth as far as building the team. So mm-hmm. I've been focused a lot more on systems. So we're, we're, our numbers are a little bit down from that, but we're really close. Uh, and But next year is 150. And then you said three years. Well, you know, it could be one, three, and five. I usually, I usually ask, hey, one, three, and five, three, and five, one, and five. Yeah, what is... So one year to 150, and then by five, what, five years, 200. When are you retiring? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Never. I don't have any specific plan on that, but no. I do have a goal within the next five years to reach a t- passive income of 25000 a month. Man, wouldn't that that's a great goal. That's yeah. a great goal. Yeah. And that's how people should think, right? That's my opinion. I agree with you. You know, a lot of people like to analyze or quantify in number of homes sold or and or price points. You know, I like to increase price points on the on the homes I do sell. I'm gonna go from this to luxury or whatever. But yeah, I think having that passive income is is a is a fantastic, definitely fantastic way to think about it. Well, and, and I really, I had a wake up call a couple of years back. I went around at one of the big real estate conferences and asked a bunch of my colleagues and said, how much are you putting away for your retirement every month? And shockingly, most of the people that I asked were at zero mm-hmm. or said they were, um, uh, we're going to let their kids take care of them or yeah, they figured they would wait till later and they would do it later. And these were people who are in their 50s and 60s. Right. And I, I was appalled. I mean, and I'm in my mid 40s, but I just, I was just, and this was, I was probably in my late 30s at the time. But I was shocked that 
people were just not saving. Now there were of course some people who were and they were maximizing everything that they could, but right. I wanted to be like those people and not like the majority of the people there. So that's been a huge focus of mine for the last couple of years and just nobody else is gonna take care of us. So right. uh, we gotta take care of ourselves. For sure. Yeah, I think that's a, a plague in high ticket sales is believing that one, this is just going to continue forever. That's something that we always tell ourselves. Well, maybe you don't or I don't, but a lot of folks do. HDTV has sold us a bill of goods on that. Uh, and But, you know, yeah, and, and a lot of them believe that it's never going to end. And, you know, there's always a tomorrow. But, you know, we, right. we, the, we know the realities of things. So good plan. I love it. I love it. Um so we're getting ready. We're kind of winding down here. So a couple more items I, I, I'd like to ask. One, how would someone get in touch with you if they either wanted to list and or buy or, hey, maybe they want to be on your show? Sure. They can reach me at 562-316-2915 or they can email me at melinda at theelmerteam.com. And it's M-E-L-I-N-D-A at the Elmer, like Elmer Fudd, mm -hmm. team.com. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So here's where I'm going to just give you the floor. And, and this is, uh, please, I hope it doesn't throw you off. But <clears throat> I always like to give my guest, you know, it's your show, it's your time, you know, two minutes. What's on your mind? You have the floor. It can be about business. It can be about personal, something near and dear to your heart and or your mind. Uh, that you would like the audience to know or at least hear about? I mean, I would say to the real estate agents who are out there listening to make sure you do save. Put away some money from every check. Um, I see too many people who spend every penny that they come, they get in, and I've done it myself. So um, really focus on saving some of that money and reinvesting it and putting it to work for you to build your wealth down the line because there may be a day when it, something comes where you can't work anymore or you don't want to work mm -hmm. anymore and it's going to be much better for you to have that and um and for the general public out there investors get in the game uh right now people are scared it's a great time to get in interest rates are still at historic levels, and prices are that what they are but you could still buy a property now and pay it off in 15 20 25 30 years and build your retirement so i guess that's my my big message is really go focus on the focus on the end goal your payments are going to be what your payments are but your payments are ultimately going towards your retirement in the long run whether you're a real estate agent whether you're an investor or whether you're just general public who wants to buy a home it is still a great time. There may not be a good time to sell, or it may be a good, you know, but there's always a good time to buy. And the good time to buy is whenever you can. So I guess that would be my my two cents to share with people. I love it. That's what actually what I'm going to title on the graphic, on the thumbnail, your podcast. I'm going to use that. That's awesome. No, that's, that's sage advice. I think you hit the nail on the head for sure. Melinda, thanks so much for being on the show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, definitely like to catch up in three, six, nine months and kind of see see if you're on track for where you want to be and uh, talk about all the successes moving forward. 
Sounds good. Thanks so much for having me. Have a great week. You too. Bye. Thank you.